0: 1 1 1 1 This Zuckerwag and them Yoy eating it's your Sitaki Benza Two Outlaws on the Lamb taking the back roads through America You can't drink a new coffee for this show And now it's
1: time for Monday Madness with the Moped Outlaws Greg and Mark And um, all right. Glad we dressed up for our first episode.
0: Yeah. At least I put a shirt on. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome.
1: The world thanks (laughs) you. That's mean. That is cruel and mean behavior. But you're kind of used to that for me. For me. For me.
0: So we decided to call this the cracker jacks podcast
1: yes cracker jacks two crackers jacking off
0: we'll spare you that maybe (laughs) Uh, two guys who think their jokes are funny like dads on parade
1: yep dad bodies on parade
0: (sighs) but only one of us is a dad
1: And only one of us is in a
0: parade. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's it for the first episode.
1: (laughs) Yay! I know suddenly 10 minutes seems like an awfully long time.
0: (laughs) It'll be over before we know it. That's the way it is. Like time flies when you're having fun.
1: Are in this cancel culture. We'll just be canceled immediately.
0: We'll be canceled before we got started.
1: That's right. Crackjack's, you're out of here. And yeah,
0: one of the reasons we wanted to call it Crackjack's is cuz we've come to this awareness through our um, decolonizing of our minds in the context of the modern culture of anti-racism work that we're just a couple crackers, and we really don't know what we're doing, and the the more we look into it, the more we realize we shouldn't probably say much, which tells us that by speaking up and working through our issues, something good could happen. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm the straight man.
1: Oh, I'm the gay one. <laughs>
0: Wait. Is there something you want to tell me, Greg?
1: I love you.
0: (laughs) But not in that way.
1: (laughs) No, in that way. Kick that girl out of your bed.
0: (laughs) There's room for three of us.
1: Oh, that's very nice. Can I invite a fourth? (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't know. I have to ask my pony.
1: Funny you should mention ponies. I was going to invite. <laughs> Bestiality, the one franchise the world agrees upon, is bad.
0: Hmm. Tell that to the five million websites.
1: Well, I've told you about that um, special guest I had when I went to university. It was a sex ed course, and a gentleman showed up who talked about his love relationship with his dog. And
0: uh, By love relationship, you mean consensual sexual relationship?
1: Right, right. And part of his premise was it was consensual. <clears throat> I thought only in San Francisco. <laughs> they don't have this course in Harvard.
0: Um, I'm outing myself here, but I've read, I think I read in penthouse letters about something like this once It wasn't exciting (laughs) But I think in this age of tolerance and people's fluid identities that, you know Do we have to draw the line at dogs? Who are we to say?
1: That's what he was saying. He was saying like, you know X amount of years ago, homosexuality was illegal. It was horrific. You were thrown in jail for the act. So how come we're now drawing the line here?
0: Well, you know, it's a little bit difficult for me to see how animals can provide consent. But with dogs, they have such major teeth. That, the, the idea is you know like you're either in or you're out
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> he talked about the engorged genitalia being a sign of um desire
0: yeah it's one of the things i love about dogs is that they they don't seem to be inhibited on any level like there doesn't seem to be any filter between <sighs> Their love for you and their their uh, emotional expression, they just seem to be void of any pretense or subterfuge.
1: <laughs> They're dogs.
0: <laughs> yeah, thankfully. But it doesn't mean I want to have sex with them.
1: No, I'm not saying that.
0: But and I'm just going to go ahead and say I disapprove of this guy's attitude. Like, it's not, it's not okay with me.
1: How the fuck did we get on this topic? Oh, yeah, inviting ponies into bed.
0: <laughs> and I I don't remember you telling me this, but I have a sense that you actually did tell me this story once before. But, um, you know, cannabis.
1: Yeah, it is a story that stuck with me, obviously, because it's prominent in my consciousness.
0: Okay. And we've all heard that story about the dogs who were mating getting stuck and what a horrific idea that sounds like, right? Like, or was that
1: cats? (laughs) Well, I've seen two dogs stuck.
0: Yeah. So I just have a lot of compassion for for that. Like something so beautiful, like sex turning so bad and being so painful and ugly, kind of like herpes.
1: Oh, dear. Well, you know, I'm grateful that we've set the bar low enough where we can aspire to better next week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A couple of cracker jacks talking about dog sex and herpes. You can at least know what you're in for. If you make it through episode one, it's all up from here.
1: (laughs) Hopefully. Or it can be like the aristocrats joke.
0: Oh, Yeah. I remember seeing that in a, um, a TV show, but I don't remember the aristocrats joke, the actual joke. Do you remember it?
1: Yeah. Pretty much the premise is be as raw, vulgar, and horrific as possible. And the joke is this family shows up to a talent agent. There's different variations, but ultimately it's like a talent scout. And this family, just the lewdest, rudest acts you could possibly imagine. And, the um, punchline is: What do you call yourselves? The aristocrats. And and there's so many variations, but yeah, that
0: are any of them funny?
1: Depends what you think is funny. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> I think one other
0: parent in the way you told the story.
1: Well, the the brilliant one of the brilliant. It's a documentary about this joke, and it's a great insight into the comedy world. One of the Brilliant pieces of it is Gilbert Gottfried is Mm -hmm. doing a um, roast, I think, of um, the Playboy guy, Hugh Hefner. And it's right after 9 11. And he did a 9 11 joke and it went hard. It
0: bombed. And he (laughs) realized it's right. It went like it bombed like a plane in the Pentagon.
1: (laughs) It sure did. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So he starts telling this aristocrats joke. And for a lot of the audience, they're not really sure what's going on, but all the comics that are on stage are like, oh, fuck, is he doing this? And he did it. And he went hard. And it was such a release for everyone. You know, this comic, release, like people are falling out of their seats laughing. Wow. He, yeah. And it's a really beautiful scene. And I think it is eloquent in showing how, Humor can release us. And even the darkest, most vile humor, there's light in it. And
0: I guess I I w- would love to see that. It's good. Uh, the Aristocrats Aristocrat. the documentary.
1: Yeah. Penn Jillette was one of the producers of it. Mm. I think he's the narrative behind the camera. Scott, everyone's got starts off with um, George Carlin and he sets the bar super low and it just goes <laughs> worse from there.
0: <laughs> which is, which is how this podcast is going to go. Yep. Next week, <laughs> yeah. we're just going to stare at each other wishing we were funny. Yeah. And we'll just remember, remember last week we were actually laughing. <laughs>
1: Our tagline will be, how low can you go?
0: <laughs> crack a It's not sweet anymore.
1: <laughs> There's no surprise in this box. <laughs> oh, my God. Sold at an empty movie theater near you.
0: banded yeah. movie theater near
1: you. did you watch any of the Oscars last night?
0: Yeah, I did. I watched a bit of it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> I thought the the new sort of format that they used was um, entertaining. Um, it was really apparent that the the reward recipients had, you know, a lot of time to say what they wanted to say, but that no one seemed to go over so badly, and they didn't play people off. Like there was no music that I saw where people got played off. So that was interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't watch all of it. There was a sort of lack of spectacle, right? The big production numbers were missing. And uh, my girlfriend definitely noticed that and it felt a little bit flatter than that. But what it, what it had in terms of, an insight into the community and the sense of what it might've been like in the thirties, when they first started doing it, that actually, I liked, it was closer to a golden globes kind of feel than, than what the, you know, the pomp and circumstance of an Oscar.
1: You mean that award ceremony that nominated the Martian as best comedy feature?
0: Is that the golden globes nominated the Martian as best comedy feature this year?
1: No, this is when The Martian came out a few years ago. Infamously, <clears throat> The Tourist, which is one of the worst criticized movies ever, with Johnny Depp and... Um,
0: uh, What's the Hollywood foreign press? So right, have a different viewpoint of culture than we do, I think.
1: <clears throat> or maybe they nominate films because they want those stars to show up at their award
0: ceremony. <laughs> really? Nobody does that in Hollywood.
1: (laughs) Panda to the stars.
0: Um, That sounds like a funny birthday service. Panda to the stars. Have him at your kid's birthday. (laughs) Jack Black is suddenly unable to get any more roles, so he's taken to appearing in a panda suit and giving your kids kung fu lessons. (laughs) He uh, smells like bad weed
1: <laughs> and stale beer. I like it. Panda to the stars. <laughs> Our con- cartoon series where this panda, as an astronaut, takes off.
0: Panda. Kung Fu Panda goes to the moon.
1: Yeah, goes
0: to Mars. Okay.
1: How are we doing you guys- on time?
0: Well, there's an infinite amount of time. <laughs> I think since you asked, that's probably a good place to wrap it up. All right. So I want to thank everybody who tuned into the first episode and be sure not to tune in next week because it's just going to be downhill from here.
1: Now tune in next week. <laughs> The rest of your life will look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> life. That's our tagline. The rest of your life will look fantastic.
0: After listening to this episode, you'll feel so much better about your own life.
1: I like it. The rest of your life will look fantastic. I'm writing that down.
0: Well, while uh, he's writing that down, I'll just say thank you for tuning in. And we want to thank our sponsors And uh, we look forward to next week and um, go out and make a difference.
1: Happy Monday, you motherfuckers! Recording stopped.